through. Speaking of all time, oh, right. What a goal. How good is he? If you're David Mundy, you can do anything. Brayshaw. Oh, he goose-stepped beautifully. And a couple. Herky jerky shake and bake. Magnificent. Well, hello. It's great to be back here on the Flagman Podcast, brought to you by Real Car and Stuart Sterling. That's correct, mate. <laughs> I am so happy to be back here on the win. Um, it would have been depression central if we lost. It, um, it would have been. And it was looking that way for a large portion of the game. I was like, oh, no, mate, I'm going home after half time." But the boys pulled through, and um, biggest finals comeback in 29 years. How's that? The um, Yeah, my no words can describe how I felt at quarter time. The, the tears were almost flowing. The tears were almost flowing, and I somehow managed to hold it together. And the boys did as well, and they regrouped after halfway through the second quarter. And thanks to some Walters magic, created one of the best comebacks of the past 29 years, To in fact, isn't it? Yeah, it the was the biggest the- finals comeback in 29 years. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, look, I you, was, we kicked four goals in four minutes in, in the second half. And that's when I was like, oh, this is, holy like, cr- this is on holy here. Holy crap. We, did we actually do that? Yeah. Four minutes. Yeah, it was four and a half minutes we kicked four goals. So Felt longer because I was there. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Well, it's four minutes of play time. It was probably like eight, ten minutes of, like, time yeah. going by. But, um, yeah, four minutes of, uh, you know, game clock going down. So, Look, that was a that was a special game. I think that's up there for one of my favorite games of all time as a Frio fan. Yeah, exactly. Well, before we get into the in-depth analysis, let's get straight into using the hotkey because you know oh, we okay. made it for a reason. Yeah, we? let's do it. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oi, <laughs> guys! You know what time it is? Nah, what time is it? Yeah, it's time for the week that was. Only brought to you by the one and only Flag Mantle Podcast. That's right, Stewie, where we talk about the beautiful win over the Doggies. They got absolutely um, humbled against the Fremantle Dockers, especially in the second half. I was very, very happy with how it went. Lots of uh, lots of stuff, lots of stats here. I've got some notes. Oh, have you written down some, some numbers, have Some you? numbers from the game. Obviously, we won by 13, but I just want to highlight a couple of key performances from mostly our younger players, absolute stars, the most of them. Uh, Chapman and Young can't can't talk enough about them. Especially Chapman had an underrated game, in my opinion. Lots of um, love is going not shown towards Chappie for what mm. he did on the weekend. Underrated, I, underrated. I thought he did really, really well. He had twenty nine disposals, uh, probably about I think it was like uh, nine or ten intercepts. I'm pretty sure. Had a ripper of a game. If you can back those stats up for me, that would oh be, yeah, I, I can look great. these up for you real quick. I really should be looking and noting these down, but that's a that's a real car problem right there. That's fine, that's fine. But, that's no stress. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> oh, clear your oh, throat. No. Oh no, Sarong and Brayshaw, Sarong and Brayshaw, mate, mm. absolutely ripped with what they um. They combined reduced. for sixty-five touches and two goals. So that's you know. That's great. That's that's really, really strong from them. Um, our midfield's looking stronger by the week, um, especially Sarong. He's really growing into a, some sort of player. He Chapman, 27 touches, 9 marks, 3 tackles. Sorry, yeah, that's it, that's it. Yep. Um, and also someone I'd like to highlight, Hayden Young, 28 touches, 11 marks, 4 tackles. Um, also, intercept possessions, Luke Ryan led the way with 9. So our defense is, is, is really, really strong. It'd be stacking up, but the... Um the doggies were highlight. We did highlight the week before about the doggies' strengths and weaknesses. They came out like 
um, like Bulldogs, pretty much. They ripped yeah. us to shreds in the first quarter. They came out with the finals experience. Only four Fremantle players on the list um, had actually previously played finals, and only two of them were, with it, were there. So uh, Walters and Mundy. Um, the other two were Matt, Matthew Tabernard. No, so so no, no, no. So the group Sorry. of four um, that were named in the twenty-two were Walters, Mundy, Asian Lob. Now, Asian Lob have never played a final for Fremantle, but Mundy and Walters had. Sorry, so. my bad. James Ash has played. Yes. Rukar's off his stats today. That's yes. shocking. And all four yeah. of those players have played in a grand final. That's it. I well, believe. Or has Roy Lob was Roy Lob on Fremantle when GWS played that I grand final? I I'm think it was. Pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he was with us, right? No, I'm pretty sure 2017. It was 2019. 2019. Yeah. He came over at the end of 2018. Okay, yeah, so he, so why. he didn't he didn't play that grand final, but he has played finals with GWS before. Um, so yeah, it was a really mature performance, I thought, um, from just, our young group. We just group. clicked. We just clicked straight up. Something after. just happened um, halfway through the second. And I felt like not much actually changed. I felt like Bulldogs dropped off a little bit and our boys just got on top. And from there, we're unstoppable with our smalls and speed. Um, but it does show our game plan stacks up in September when it really matters, which is really, really positive. I think the boys will really get some good confidence out of that win, especially with the younger players, how they've never experienced finals footy before. How they combat that against a raging MCG with, like, uh, apparently just as of now... As we're recording, it's a sold-out MCG for the Pies and Frio game on the weekend. The semi-final is going to be absolutely ripping with uh, Frio fans and mainly MCG fans. What do you? What's what's going Sorry, on? Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. Own. No, it's it's having a look at some good footy stuff on the um on the phone right there. But yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big task for the Fremantle Dockers. They've got a big following and. The, um, in Melbourne, mm. but um, yeah, it's gonna be a huge task to get the boys over. Um, here's a little, here's a little snippet from from the week with Sam Sotowski talking about how they will combat the the uh, the Pies on the weekend. Yeah, I think we just need to stay really connected as a as a unit, um, as a team out there. We need to be loud and bring the energy ourselves, and um, at the same time embrace the noise. And it might be against us, but we can use that as motivation and. Um, yeah, I know Collingwood. I was a Collingwood fan growing up, so I know that they're uh, pretty loud. And um, yeah, it's going to be hostile, but I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, so that was Sam Stwarski today on Seven News as he was talking about how it's going to be an absolutely horrible environment for Frio fans, yes, especially it's the Frio be tough. players. It, you may get a few things thrown mm. over the side rails. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. Hopefully no bananas. But this is going to be the biggest crowd that the majority of these players have played in front of. So all the players that hadn't played finals before, this is going to be the biggest crowd they're going to be a part of. That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. And it's going to be imagine. 95% Collingwood fans. So it's go- they're going to be up against a wall here um, of, of Collingwood supporters. And <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. Sorry. It's going to be shocking. Like For the free players that haven't had this amount of spotlight, mm basically the whole of Australia just last week that was it was everyone watching them mm. this week it's going to even be more because there's only two games on yeah exactly so uh, it's basically the second best thing to a grand final so mm. definitely Frio if if we I'd like to say obviously right now it's only the week that was but if Frio do get a bit of momentum and we win this game the the sky's the limit with yep. Fremantle absolutely this, this final series uh, hopefully they back themselves and the uh, older experienced players surround the younger boys and 
make sure they feel loved and affected, <laughs> you know, you yeah, know, yeah. You know mm-hmm. that they've got some, you know, support if they do find themselves in a bit of a pickle on yep. Saturday night. Okay, should we move on to the next segment, Real Car? Yes, mate. I'm I'm pretty uh, angry for this one. Yeah, okay. Real Car's rant. Let's go. Get fired up. You're listening to Real Cars Rants here on the Flag Mantle Podcast. Yeah, mate, Stewie, I'm not, I'm not impressed. Going back onto the topic of Sam Sotowski, if you do remember earlier during the year where he got a two-week ban for chicken uh, winging, uh, I'm not so sure which player. I think it was a GWS player. I'm pretty sure. Who cares? I don't know. He chicken winged a player, and obviously that's not all right. Get it's, angry with this one, yeah. real guy. Get up and about. Okay, I'm not happy because. Jack Ginevan, last week he did the exact same thing to Scott Pendlebury, the captain of Collingwood. Oh, no, sorry. Not Pendlebury. He wouldn't chicken wing his teammate. He didn't chicken, his, <laughs> chicken wing his own teammate. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Gary Rohan. I'm pretty Rowan. sure. Yeah, it was yeah. Rohan. 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 And he chicken winged and is the exact same thing that Swatowski did. Mm. And he didn't get, he got zero weeks. Mm. VFL, Not even a fine. VFL, oh, bro, here's the toilet. You can have the toilet. It's shocking. What's th- it's a VFL. It's not. It's there's, not AFL. It's VFL. Apparently. There seems to be a different set of rules for Jack Ginevan, um that the umpires and the AFL tribunal are going by because that was identical to what Switkowski did, if not worse. And Switkowski, two weeks. Oh, it's fine. No one cares. Well, yeah, Ginevan, yeah. a big, the big draw player. at a big Vic club in a final doesn't get anything, which I think is is horrible. Putrid. It's putrid. It's not just. It's not fair. Um, Jack Ginevan, mate, you stinky, you stinky fella. You should be not playing this weekend. Um, I swear to God, I hope the players, um, um, our players know not to, uh, he'll get under our skins like he did last time, especially with the goal, open goal kick, um, mm. at Optus this year. I hope the players know how to combat him and not, you know, give away any free, easy kicks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I yeah, yeah. Uh, hope. Yeah, still very pissed off with that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, VFL, AFL, whatever the board is, pull your head in. MRO, mm-hmm. match review system, just pull your head in. That was a shocking. Like if you put them uh, like side by side, it's parallel, the same thing. it's the exact same thing. It's, and it's, they gave them a week. It's only because it's not fair. It brings tickets to the game on semi final. It, it well, means look, there's more people watching because Jack and Evans watch uh, playing. So he's gonna be matched up against Brandon Walker or Jordan Clark this weekend. And uh, I think Brandon Walker's going on him. I think I, I think Brandon Walker could be the matchup here, and I think he might get pantsed. So yeah. Um, look, I'm I'm praying for. Brandon Walker is going to have a few sleepless nights. Jack Ginevan's kicked second most goals for Collingwood. I'm going to slide in Brandon Walker's DMs <laughs> like I always do, and I'm going to make sure I tell him, mate, don't piss off the bear. Don't piss nah, off the bear. No, rip into him. Get him angry. Get him make, angry? Yeah, because the Get thing, the boys up. You're the thing about Jack Ginevan, right? He was a bit like Ballantyne back in the day. Yeah. You need to be controlled but like aggressive with him because then he'll give away free kicks, which is how you played on Ballantyne back in the day. So I think Ginevan, similar sort of situation here. Get into him but stay disciplined. Mate, do a sales pitch. Brandon Walker, tell him how to rip into uh, Jack Ginevan. Yeah, right. Three, two, one. So, Brandon Walker, mate. This week, your matchup is uh, Jack Ginnerflop from uh, the Collingwood Magpies. Look, he's an okay player. He's all right. 
tackle him around the waist, okay? Trap the arms around the waist. He's going to be slipping and sliding, mate. Give him a good old bear Slippery hug. Slippery fish he is. Slippery fish, mate. Always stay, like, back shoulder on him. He'll get out the back really easily. Look, he's he's a big player for a small forward. I think he's 185, 184. Do one for the team. Suck a punch him in the nuts. You know, just oh, like, mate, you know. Maybe, maybe not, no, no, maybe no. not. He's but suspended. get into him. No. Get into him um, off the ball, but don't give anything away. Be really strategic with what you're doing. Disciplined but aggressive, Brandon Walker, and I think you'll have this. If you play attacking football as well when you've got it, make him chase you, you'll be set, mate. Beautiful. That's that's great. That's <laughs> three there with the sales pitch again. Right at it. Brandon Walker, do your best. We know you can. Yeah, best of luck, Brandon Walker. Exactly. We're going to get straight into that. Well, that's me, Real Cars Rant's done. Mm. We know what's next. The big game. Play the sting. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it going. Let's get ready And this week, Flagman will face the Magpies. Ugh. The Collingwood Magpies. Anyone who says Flagpies should be publicly executed, that is not your thing. That is our oh. thing. Exactly that sound. <laughs> that's that's the sound I make whenever I hear Flagpies. Look, uh, Collingwood are a very, very strong contested team in their midfield, but without Taylor Adams, I think this is going to be where the game's won and lost. They're a very, very strong rebound team as well, so they like to move the ball through the co corridor and quickly. So what Fremantle are going to need to do is turn this into a stoppage game. Um, we're going to need to back in Brayshaw, Sarong, Brody, Mundy, um, Aish, all these guys through the middle. We're going to have to back them to win the ball at the middle. Keep this game slow, so possess the ball on the outside because Collingwood, once they get firing they're impossible to stop so um this game's gonna be a lot of intercepts for collingwood and for Fremantle as the ball's moving quickly but if we can slow it down i think we're in with a shout this could be potentially one of the best games in a final series that you could potentially watch the game plan from both teams conflict Is each other very very similar, well yeah it's so similar mm -hmm. both pretty much brand new coaches jl's obviously three years old and mccraig's one year yeah but uh it's definitely it's it's coaches both they both know this game plan the game plan of the, the mm. Collingwood Magpies because well, they, uh, used, to used to coach there work you know at Collingwood, yeah. used to be assistant coach forward line coach right there mm -hmm. um, and yeah it'll be great to see how he picks apart um, I think JL has the upper smarts on mm. Craig McRae even though Craig McRae is a great coach yeah and he can he will be a great coach um, JL I think will be the decider in terms of how the game plan suits each other mm -hmm. and how the players do match up and I hope he does he'll pick the right team mm. I think the team will go in no changes mm -hmm. Matthew Tabner stays out gets I, a bit of form I believe that I believe Amos is going to be playing I heard someone say that in the paper um, it was revealed Amos was going to be playing so and JL um, did say in the presser after mm. the uh, the elimination final that it's going to be hard to see him falling out of the side after that performance. Played a very, very good game. And he deserves a he deserves another chance, yeah. especially in a semi. We'll see how he stands up mm. over, in, uh, over in the MCG. He hasn't played there yet. He hasn't played overseas. Oh, overseas. 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 <laughs> overseas. <laughs> not many he, players have he played overseas. Shanghai? He's not playing in Shanghai. He's playing over in the MCG, the biggest mm. stadium in the world. Or not quite, but um, Sorry, mate. It, it's up there. It's up there for it's, sure. In my opinion, it is. Um, 100,000, mate. Can't get but look, it. this... This game is going to be high numbers for your for your defenders because this ball is just going to be 
flinging around, being turned over left, right, center. So watch out. Hayden Young, Heath Chapman, Luke Ryan, they're going to get a stack of it. Whereas for Collingwood, it's going to be Jeremy Howe, um, Noble, Jamie and Jamie, no, Jamie Elliott's a forward. And oh, sorry, I'm talking about how, Jeremy Howe. How are they going to win it? Oh, how are they going to win it? Yeah, well, I... Yeah, best matchup. That's a, but what's the best matchup, mate? We've got to, what do you mean? The matchup to watch? Well, we can do that in weekly predictions. So, um, do you want to, or do you want to do it here? Because the weekly predictions. Let's are do separate. it here. Let's do it here. So, Jack and Evan Brandon will go. I think that's a good matchup to watch. I think in the midfield, I think you've got Dugowie versus. I think Aish will go to him. Yes, but yes. I mean, I hope he does. But I think the midfield battle between Sarong Brayshaw and Mundy versus Lipinski. Dacos. Oh, Nick Dacos uh, is going to be huge. He plays defense more, but he's, he's going to be... Gonna go the midfield, I think though. Swikowski might play on Dacos. So I think we're going to have um, one of our forwards play a defensive sort of game. Yeah, defensive um, midfield. I could see Swikowski coming into that. Yeah. If he does, if let's say Nick Dacos does move up to the midfield mm. and they need a bit of a change, mm. Swikowski, move him into the center, mm. play that defensive midfield role on Nick Dacos. Mm. The speed and breakaway from Swikowski will evenly match up Nick yeah. Dacos's power and speed through the I think so. stoppages, which will be great to see. But I think the midfield is going to be predominantly Lipinski, Pendlebury and Dugowie yeah. and a bit of side bottom and Dacos running through there. So um, I think our midfield stacks up better against theirs um, so it should be a good matchup I think Darcy Moore versus Roy Lobb is going to be the one to watch because yeah. I think yeah. Lobb's going to get blanketed L- Lobb could get blanketed they're going to make sure that he stays silent mm. he's, he's going to be silenced going to put the muffler on that mm. um, on that gun as they take him <laughs> exactly. out whichever Collingwood put on fan, the muzzle um, <laughs> whichever Collingwood fans up at the top with the, with the sniper rifle with the sniper rifle yeah, it's yeah. A, I wouldn't, so wouldn't put it past them. Expect big games from Amos and Logue because Lob's just not going to have an impact. And that's Lob. <laughs> <laughs> that's he, he comes up every month and a bit. So yeah, uh, this could be his game yeah. that he comes up. He, he likes playing at the MCG. Yeah, yeah I think it's due now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's due. It's the time of the month. No, can't Mate, that. sorry <laughs> for cancelling that. Mate, it's not FOW. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're losing 10 followers right there. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. But, um, you mean ladies. Sorry. Oh, sorry, ladies. Look. Um, <laughs> oh, days. Well, it's what true. Um, Life could be a dream. Oh. Life could be a dream. We're living it right here, mate. Yeah, so, look, I, th- I think this is going to be, can we score enough points to beat Collingwood? Can we provide enough forward firepower to beat the Collingwood Magpies? Because they have proven it this year that they can easily kick 100 points mm. plus in a game and they've got also an equally uh, parallel defence. Uh, yeah, the defence is strong. Yeah, defence is very strong. Their midfield is a weak point. Yeah, in, especially with Taylor Adams going out mm. with that... Um, groin? Uh, uh, groin, sorry. The groin completely came off apparently. Yeah, apparently. That's shocking. Not good. Not good. Uh, hearts go out to uh, Taylor, Taylor Adams. Adams. Yeah, good yeah. player. Fair player. Great him. Um, um, do yeah. we have a sting for our weekly predictions, mate? Yes, we do. Play it. Do you want to chuck it on? Yeah. Maybe. Let's go. Ah, Stewie. It's that time of the week again, mate. Time for predictions? Yeah. It's time. Let's go. So, yeah, let's get straight into the uh, weekly predictions right here. Stewie, I'll take take it away with you, Moss. Okay, so Freo v Magpies. This is going to be... I think either this is going to be a close game or Magpies are going to blow us out. I don't think we're going to blow out the Magpies. Um... But I've got Fremantle by nine points here. I'm backing my boys. 
Um, I think Hayden Young is going to be best on ground. I think he's going to amass near 30 touches and he's going to start a lot of scoring chains. Um, Switter, watch out for Sam Switkowski. He's going to get very, very active in this game. Um, and I think the one to watch for Collingwood is Jamie Elliott, as you said before. I think uh, those mid-sized forwards always always catches off guard. They're a hard matchup, and I think Jamie Elliott is that. So watch out for Jamie Elliott this game. Perfect, mate. Love it. Love yep. it. Very, very well put there, Stewie. Oh, okay. It's going to be a great game. Mm. It's going to be close. Play the sting. Let's go. Fremantle by six. It's mm -hmm. going to be an absolute nail-biter. Mm -hmm. I think Schultz is going to have an absolute day out. He loves playing at the MCG. He's That's a very true. pressure player. I think he'll get on the hand of a few. Mm -hmm. A lot of the players will make sure he gets around it. It's either Schultz or Walters, in my opinion. I think Schultz just gets ahead. He's played at the MCG more. But it'll be a great game for the Smalls. Mm -hmm. Weather looking good. So far, so good. Uh, I think the matchup, as before, Brandon Walker on... Uh, Jack Ginevan. It's going to be an absolute key matchup. Yeah, guinea flop. Sorry, guinea yeah. pig. It's going to be an absolute... It's going to be great to see. So, yeah. Me done. Me done right there. Yeah, that's a, that. that's a good prediction. Sweet. I think you're on the money with that one. Oh, Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> nice, nice. I guess my hand's clapping. I got, I got some... Um, yeah, hopefully. I've got some, <laughs> I, I've got some appreciation from the, the master guru himself. So, it's good to see there... Get straight into the medical room. Oh no! Anyway, last week. You're tuning into the medical room. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. He needs for some sure. milk. Also, shout out to the person who died for us to make that yeah. that sting. Like, um, uh, sorry to the great person. Great Arnie Tessa. Great, great Arnie Tessa. I did it last week. Oh. Pancreatitis cancer. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Anyways, oh. um, <laughs> footy, <laughs> footy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so nap five is the one I I want to look at first. So not playing this week, ruled out this week. But prelim final. If we make it through, he's going to be fifty fifty for the prelim. Um, in which case, I think they're not going to play him. I think Ooh. we don't need Fifey to um, win anymore. And I think. I want to sit back and have a little beer right there, mate. That's yeah, well, I think Fivey's going to have a few beers this weekend. He's he's not playing. He's so. having the rest of September off. He's having a whole holiday. I reckon he might. <laughs> I reckon he might. Um, Matt Taverner, the next one. So, got through unscathed in the waffle. However, I don't think he's going to be selected this week. I think Jai Amos has won his spot. Um, so, unlucky Matt Taverner uh, got injured at the wrong time, and Jai Amos is peaking at the right time. Darcy Tucker, I think he's hurt his knee. Um, so he's not going to be available for selection. More on Darcy Tucker later in Shout Belly's Call Center. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to um, Jai Miss. Yes. To have an injury. Um, His kidney. kidney. And to come back later during the year, he was pretty much written off for the whole year. I thought he was written off. Mm. And to come back in the final series and actually put in a solid performance mm. and hold your own against good, like, um, not premiership, but like finals mm. uh, defenders. Mm-hmm. It's great to see, and I think he's going to flourish in the next few years. If he puts on that bit of weight, he'll be amazing with the body effort, the the, the push off the player, the right amount of time that he has to mark the ball. Mm. He reads the play really well, and obviously the really uh, precise kick, Jai, um, what's his name? Amos. Uh, Jai, no, what's his nickname? Jai. <laughs> I, I don't know. Dead, bullseye die, uh, Jai. Bullseye Jai? Uh, Dead Eye? Dead Eye Jai. Dead Eye Jai. Oh my days. Yeah, that I actually, is, I actually want to make a... 
disgusting. I'm using it again. Sorry. I, I swear I have dementia. I can't even talk today. It's not, I actually want to make a point about Jai Amos. Um, this is another um, mastermind play by Peter Bell. Peter Bell's pulled another fast one in the AFL. So, mid-season draft, right? Um, we had two picks available because we had two list spots available because Jai Amos was listed as um, done for the year. We only pick, picked one because we thought, oh, maybe Jai Amos is a chance. If we picked two, Jai Amos would be inactive for the rest of the year, not allowed to play. But we picked one player, Sebek Kwek, who's you know doing his thing at Peel. So that left us open to have Jai Amos come back onto the main list. Smart. And he's come in, kicked two goals, and pretty much won as a final, really. So yeah, look, shout out it, Peter much. Bell and the and the um the list management team. They've done a phenomenal job this year, um, keeping Jaimus available to come back and look how it's turned out. Right. Loving it, loving it. I love that little little uh mm. insight with you right yeah. there, mate. You know exactly what's going on <laughs> what's going on in the free mate. You amaze me sometimes, mate. It's, like, a, it's the, a very, very good strategy. So it's also in the medical strategy. room, Matt Johnson illness didn't play for peel should be right to play for peel next week and carl warner is a test with his ankle so nice nice so uh it's it's all looking good on the injury front here at Fremantle. uh yeah it's looking great all it is is the amount of depth at the moment Mm. uh like to put a little touch on uh Mm. what's his name mitch uh, crowden oh he had 40 40 you posted said 38 i looked it up he had 40 wrong because i took that off uh purple rain's podcast Ah, and it was wrong so yeah yeah. 40 disposals one goal and uh 18 kicks Mm. i think he needs to go to a second club in my opinion yeah like if he doesn't get this sort of oh i heard a trade rumor we'll put it up right now into belly's call center yeah hello yes this is peter bell from gola india it's that time of the year again. Peter Bell opens back up his scam call center with the Goko Suns as prime targets. So why not just join Rilke and Stu in our trade table segment? Your order is ready for pickup. What? This is the number you put down. The order is ready. Where yeah, are you? so straight back into the Mitch Croden news, mm. I heard a little rumor saying how West Coast's midfield is very depleted mm. and how they could easily poach, apparently... Eagles could look to poach Mitch Croden. I am not so sure if it's a li- uh, reliable information, but mm. it was a rumor. Mm-hmm. It would suit the needs of West Coast mm. and obviously also Mitch Croden mm. if he wants to stay in WA because he likes WA. He's a mm-hmm. house here and a girlfriend mm-hmm. and a, a cute dog as well. He yeah. likes to post. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, but if he does look to go back to South Australia, obviously mm. Adelaide Crows would be the home for him. Or even yeah, poor Adelaide, so. even poor Adelaide, but most I think likely Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, they would need some of that midfield grunt because mm-hmm. Matt Crouch is being linked to Melbourne clubs mm. and whatnot. Well, it their w- midfield is just generally a bit one-dimensional. Yeah, and it's a bit one-dimensional. They would like that. Um, that it, well, Mitch Crowden used to be a forward, a small yes. forward, but yeah, then yeah. he moved into the midfield and he's been developing his craft at Peel mm-hmm. Thunder. Mm-hmm. He would definitely look on the bright side of things at Adelaide Crows if he did so, get some mm. AFL time I think he'd flourish at Adelaide Crows I think West Coast is a good spot for him I, I know I hate the idea of a free playing player going to West Coast but I think um, if it means the better of your career and yeah. I don't want to see West Coast flourish but if I can see Mitch Croden I'd rather flourish, see Croden play for West Coast than just play in the waffle yeah true Yeah, like, I'd rather he's a good player I love seeing players who deserve mm. air, um, on air time Game time. Like game time. Yeah, yeah. I hate chucking them in the twos when they've got mm. great potential. Like Charlie Constable, for instance. Yeah, career like he's, ruined. He's just sitting in the VFL because 
clubs are just chucking him in. Mm. He's a bit too one-dimensional, apparently, as yeah. a player, and he all he does is get clearances. Mm. But, like, so many clubs would... Well, suit. isn't that similar to Will Brody? Yeah, like, Will Brody just got chucked away. I bet Charlie Constable could end up at a third club if someone tried to... Yeah. Was well, uh, that Gold Coast right now, ironically Is that Gold enough, Coast right so. now. So someone could easily poach him. Mm. I've said this over the past two years. If Rio d- decide, because he's best mm. friends with um, Andy Brayshaw oh, yeah. when they were school kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I'd... If let's say David Mundy or even Nat Fife retires, then mm. we want just another backup clearance player. Mm. Um, I know that's two of them. We've got Will Brody, but if we could see. We've Charlie also got Constable. Erasmus and Johnson coming yeah, through. But like, but yeah, if we need that more extra depth. depth, you know, Charlie Constable, he wouldn't cost that to, uh, that much because he doesn't have that much value. Again, to uh, other trade news at the mm. moment, uh, Darcy Tucker, he's being linked to North Melbourne and a few and uh, Essendon and Essendon, sorry, a couple other Melbourne clubs. Where did this stand with you, Stewie? I like uh, what happens with... what. Obviously, he's going through an injury at the moment. Yeah. Uh, he had a knee injury or ankle? Ankle. It was a knee. It was a it knee, was a knee yeah, injury. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. And yeah, it's it's he's been linked. He's been in and out of the side this year and mm. last year. He's not really found a place in the midfield. He tears it up at Waffle, but then when he comes up to the AFL, mm. he has a a bit of a shitter and yeah. he, he can't find his form. Mm. He can have a good game every now and again, but he's just a solid B player. I could see I someone... C grader. C grader. So. He, on his day, he could th- easily be a B grader, but... I think he'd be best 22 at North and Essendon. Exactly, yeah, which um, is what they need. They need that like reliable grunt mm. midfielder, midfielder that could um, last them through the rebuild stages. Mm. And if he wants to play AFL footy and have a good contract... Mm. Definitely Essendon or North Melbourne would be the place for him where he can get that constant game time. Mm, especially, I think North Melbourne would be a good look because North Melbourne are trying to rebuild and they're trying to look for a bit more experience in the midfield so it takes the load off like Horn Francis and Simkin and Taron Thomas and um, yeah, exactly. all these other guys. So and I think Tucker would Hugh be a Greenwood. good choice. Hugh Greenwood, Hugh Greenwood as well. So um, I think... I don't think Tucker's really a required player at Fremantle. I think we can cover him up quite well. Yeah. Um, I think Erasmus and Johnson are going to jump him next year. Um, and I think even like Joel Western playing that half-forward role could jump him and Liam Henry and um, even Ethan Hughes on a wing could jump him. So um, Ethan I, Hughes at the waffle level, by the way. Been, um, been outstanding good. form. Outstanding form. Mm. The whole waffle team's been in outstanding form, especially yep. last week's Swan District's win by 90-something. 90 points, 92 points, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So um, I, I I wouldn't be mad to see Tucker go. I think he'd go for like again, a third round pick. Again, Mitch Croden, same story. Mm. Darcy Tucker. If you if I see a good player and he he's not playing in the firsts because mm. we've got such good depth. Yeah, I'd rather see him have a good career at North Melbourne than. I, I reckon Mitch Croden's going to be a lot cheaper than Darcy Tucker to get as well. Yes. I think. Mitch Croden and our fourth rounder for a third rounder would probably yeah, be about it'll be right. One, it'll be somewhere around there for those type of players. Yep. Uh, Nathan Wilson, yay, he mm. signed another contract extension. Yep. Uh, it's great news, great news. I was a bit divided on the information when that came out. I was mm. like, uh, like we've been a bit you know, divided mm. with this topic with uh, Nathan Wilson at the club. Mm. He's a great player, don't get me wrong. He's played mm. 100-something games, 102 games, 103 games. 150-something. Remember he had oh, his yeah, 150th. Sorry, sorry yeah, my yeah. bad. Um, yeah, he did have that milestone mm. early during the year. We played his second game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same thing. It's great to see that depth at Waffle. He does. Mm. He's a very reliable player down at the Peel. Mm-hmm. Always is a constant. Uh, always a constant reliable player. He always yep. racks up 30 disposals. Yeah, yeah. 
he rips it up there. But it's good to see that we've got extra depth secured for the, mm. the next year. And the good thing is he's not going to be on a lot of money. Yeah, um, he doesn't need that much. And obviously, he's got a young family. It's good mm. to see that he's still on the list. And yep. he's a good um, player around the boys. He mm. loves he loves the boys, apparently. And I think his his like career alternative was just to play Waffle. I don't think he would have gotten any interest. Yeah. Um, so I think this is uh, best interest for both parties. I think good view from the club to give yeah. him the port and the like the support. Well, he's a good depth family. player. So yeah. and don't get me wrong. Like if if we need a player who knows finals mm. and knows games and knows exactly how to yeah. be a halfback flanker, if we need someone to kick the ball sixty five meters, yeah, he's probably yeah, yeah. true. He's got yeah. a deadly kick. Um, yeah. and we've seen it. At GWS, mm. he's probably one of their best all-time halfback flankers, pretty much, Nathan. Not that that's hard. They haven't been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, no, no, no. But like in yeah, terms yeah. of their ten-year, eleven-year mm. like history, they're probably he's probably the best halfback flanker they've had. Well, he used to be a half forward, actually, Nathan Wilson. He he was very good at um, GWS. That's when mm. we po- uh, poached him. Uh, Jackson, he seems very. Confu- it's a bit confused. Question marks yeah. at the moment. He's been he- obviously linked heavily to the Fremantle Dockers. And West Coast as well, but mm. what is what we've touched on last week is that if he did decide to, if Melbourne did decide to hold off contract mm. extensions, mm-hmm. um, he's still ve- being very uh, secretive about mm. what he wants to do until the end of the season when Melbourne lose or win, whatever they do. Um, it'll be great to see what happens because if he does, if no deal gets done, he can walk for free, which is yeah. Which is uh, why Melbourne would like something to happen because that means they get drafted. What, next capital. year? Yeah, this year, sorry. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll well, obviously walk. He'd end up at year. West Coast if that yeah. happened. Um, and, yeah, which means they wouldn't get any picks for him. Uh, because if they, Yeah, exactly. So they would want something to happen. So we actually hold some leverage with Jackson, which is quite good. Which is great because um, he wants to come to Fremantle. I'm yep. pretty sure he's, he's bought a house already down yes. in near... Uh, New Rockingham, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I think this deal is... I, I know Jackson is sort of up in the air at the moment, but um, I think the deal is almost done because Grundy um, has pretty much met with Melbourne and almost agreed to a, um, go to the Melbourne team next year. So I think that leaves Luke Jackson on the outer at Melbourne, and I think uh, we're in a good spot to pick him up. So um, I think Jackson will be coming to Fremantle, and I think the price is going to be a little bit lower than what we previously thought because... <coughs> They have already made replacement in Grundy, um, and the fact that he can just walk to West Coast. Exactly, and they want to make sure it's the easiest transition as possible. So it would be easier money on Freer. I'm looking towards probably like six hundred, seven hundred thousand. Jackson. Yeah. I think it'd be closer to eight hundred. Really? Seven hundred. Yeah. Seven hundred. Eight hundred. Yeah. It'll be, be seven fifty. He'll be expensive, but it's going to be a good get in my opinion. Uh, last off, I think Logue. Mm. Apparently. Um, Again, a rumor, not reliable, but apparently he's very happy at Frio. We've already, you can easily see mm. this, but it's looking more likely that he's just holding off on his mm. contract talks and he's just waiting to see what happens with the Luke Jackson situation mm. at the moment. And if, if that does become to, or come to fruition, mm. the Luke Jackson, and it is, if there's like leverage and he can get extra money out of mm. his contract because he's a good player, don't get me wrong, he's yeah. very important to Fremantle. I think he's just waiting. And I, mm. again, last week I said he's going to stay. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay. Um, but leave yeah. it to Colin Young. Colin Young. He's, leave it to Colin Young to mess up your team because, Jesus Christ, don't sign with Colin Young if you're an AFL player. You're just going to make everyone pissed off. It's not going to be a good time for anyone. Colin Young, I think, top 10 most hated people in the AFL landscape. <laughs> I hate Colin Young. Ooh. Mate can go get stuffed, I think. 
Ooh. he should leave the business because I mean he's he's making buttloads of money for him and his players, but Jesus Christ, does he make trade time stressful, annoying, and yeah. stressful? Yeah, mate, like go get a job. Yeah, says, says go the get a different job. A podcast, you know, go like. get a different job, mate. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and the last thing in Belly's call center, not Friel related, but Junior Rioli from the West Coast Eagles off to Port Adelaide is what the rumors are saying. Very highly likely, um, apparently. And that's almost a done deal, apparently. So, yeah, on to the questions. Which is great. Let's get straight into Q&A. Mate, you sent the bloody questions in, so we're going to bloody answer them. That's how it works here. You're listening to Q&A here on Black Mantle Podcast. Yeah, so we'll get straight into it. Great um, reception from the... Uh, fans this week a lot of questions we'll get through them pretty quick underscore nathan underscore mullen underscore nathan mullen old school mate how you going has the team been playing better footy with or without fife without fife in my opinion it is we've already got to a semi mm. yeah i we don't need five yeah we don't need five uh yeah you just heard it from Stu. so uh yep. we'll get into toby why L underscore six. I'm sitting in the Collingwood's members stand this weekend. Wish me luck. Well, Oof. we wish you luck. Um, Best of luck, mate. Hopefully get a photo with all the stingy Collingwood supporters when they find out they lost. Against yeah. Flag man or by six Wave points. them goodbye, mate. Wave them goodbye as they walk out at three-quarter time when we're winning by 40. Nickel Lass. So who do we pick? Amos or Tabs? Amos. Amos. Easy as. He's just provided some good uh, support for the forwards and he had a great game last week so I don't see how he falls out unless maybe mm. Griffin Logue falls out but I don't think we'd I think that's more likely him. than Amos yeah. falling out but Griffin even Logue then getting dropped um, even though he did get a goal for from a 50 I don't think it's going to happen yeah, it won't happen uh, Kobe Paul how do we allow Sarong a loose against Pies hard noses yeah um, I don't see I don't see how that how that works in terms of how how do we allow Sarong loose against Pies hard noses? They're going to make sure... I'm, I think it could be a tagging role, maybe. I think someone will go to Brayshaw, not Sarong. Really? Yeah. Because it's great to have two, because you can't well, tag two people. Exactly. I then think you're undermanned. Because our halfback so. Maynard plays a tagging role sometimes in the midfield as well. So, um, you could see him go straight to Brayshaw, because if you tag Sarong, then Brayshaw's going to have a day out. It's highly possible. Highly possible. Good question, Kobe. The underscore laughing man underscore ninety two with Monday retiring, who takes his place in the midfield? Um, obviously Erasmus, Erasmus Johnson. or Johnson. Hopefully, once they get um, some good depth, I think mm. Erasmus will be the first up. He's, yeah, he's, he's been very. I think Johnson actually. Really, I uh, think Erasmus has been more solid in the midfield. At Peel, I think though. Johnson is a better player, and I think Johnson plays more like Monday. Yeah, I think um, he's just had an injury year. Yeah, Johnson and he's he's been a bit rattled in mm-hmm. his first year. I think he'll get way better next year. Yeah, he'll start churning up the midfield at Peel mm-hmm. Thunder when he gets some connection with the players. Spot on. Good question, right there, the laughing man. One S H M, three three T. Besides Sarong, who else? Was the MVP of the last game? Luke Ryan. Luke Ryan had Andy an Brayshaw. underrated game. Andy Brayshaw had a very underrated game. Uh, all of small forwards, Michael Walters. Michael mainly. Walters probably. Yeah, it'll yeah. be bet- between those three players. Max underscore Watkins. Logs tabs. Amos Lob. Who's not playing? Tabs. 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 Right there. We've already gone through that. AFL amusement. Any ideas on the new sport that I can follow? Uh, I'm beach volleyball, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Women's Beach Volleyball. I know oh, you'll love that one. Uh, no, for real, get around Flag Mantle. Um, no, 
no, no, no. Sorry, that's very uh, out of date. Sorry, I meant this is for AFL amusement. Uh, yeah. For the, those who don't know, he's a Bulldogs fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did lose on the weekend against Flag Metal. So suck it. Go, go follow some beach volleyball. No, get get around Flag Metal. Get around the boys um, for the rest of September. This is what I said. Like, if Bulldogs beat Freer, I would have probably gone for Bulldogs because they're probably yeah. the, the most favourite I like out of all the Victorian teams. Yeah. If yeah, not yeah. Sydney, probably. Uh, where can I buy a new football team, AFL Amusement? <laughs> Again, buy Flag Metal merch. Are you doing it's the post? It's in the bio link. No, you're doing the post. Okay. But yeah, that's the last question from the stories okay shout out from the sh- uh, the stories but yeah again flag metal merch go look at it link link is in bio mm-hmm. go go get it some good designs yes go buy it please okay so from the post I'm i have begging. a few questions here uh from owen thoughts on johnson playing monday's position next year i think you're spot on owen um i think he probably gets monday's spot over erasmus i think they're very different players um and I think Erasmus probably plays more of a half-forward role to start. Yeah, so, yeah I can see um, that. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on there, Owen. So, Angus Zufic, Zufic, um, what, however you say it. <laughs> yeah, however you say it. What should Frio do in the off-season, not counting JL um, or LJ, who will sign, or Zerhar, who just signed? Jeez. So, not counting Luke Jackson. I hate how Instagram gives you a certain amount of characters you can yeah. put in, and it just makes it harder to read questions. Exactly. Or just people don't know English. Um, and what should the Dockers do with Lob if he wants out and has a lot of value? Um, Trade in- Lob if he has value, because if you don't, if we're not keeping players who don't want to be at the club. If mm. we can get the most out of Lob, get the most out of Lob, use that draft pick in, mm. as a way to give to Only if we're getting Jackson, though. Yeah, only if we're getting Keep Jackson. Keep Lob if we're not getting Jackson. Because is he out of contract? No. So we can keep him if we really mm-hmm. want to. So, yeah, 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 so he's got an extra year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he does. Um, and what should Frio do in the offseason? I think sign Griffin Logue should be priority one. See, sign Blake Akers. Fremantle have leverage. We have leverage yeah. all over all these players, we even can, Luke Jackson. Yeah, we can just keep them if we want to. So Pretty much. Um, I think keep our current core together is priority number one instead of signing new players. Joshi Naden says, hey, champions, want to ask a hard-hitting question. What are your thoughts on Wayne Carey incident with the white magic? Pretty cheeky if you ask me. Cheers, legends. So Wayne Carey caught at Crown Casino with a bag of unspecified white powder. We all know what that is. Um, (laughs) It's sugar. We all know it's sugar. It's his crushed-up Panadol. Um, <laughs> just carrying around It's the Whiz Fizz. You know the Whiz Fizz? Oh, yeah, Sherbert? The Sherbert lemon. Yeah, yeah whatever you yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, Wayne Carey's not a bad guy. He's just, you know, trying to expand his career in lollies and sugars. And yeah, yeah. So, look, yeah. he's um, so that's, getting around the confectionery stands. Yeah, exactly. Um, Where the lolly are at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wayne Carey, look, he stepped down from his role at seven. So, um, what are my thoughts on it? I don't really have thoughts. Um, Wayne Carey has never really been known as a great a reporter as well. Yeah. I didn't really rate him as a reporter. He was a bit annoying. It's Vic Bias as well. Always yeah. North Melbourne Bias. Used it's to get really triggered a lot too. Uh, not a big fan of uh, the uh, the duck. I'm not going to call no. him the king because he's not the king. He's David the- Mundy's the king. Uh, but yeah, um, it's I, in it's my whatever. opinion, it's whatever it is. It's good that he's out and we're trying to get rid of that in... In environment footy. Yeah, and yeah. in footy as well. So yeah. Uh, so Lux asks, should... Goat Mantle look into Ooh, anything from Richmond, I maybe like a that. Sydney stack. Well, I think we're stacked for, ironically, stacked for positions at our half back line. I don't think we really need Sydney stack, but if he can turn himself into like a hybrid forward, oh, I think yeah, maybe have like, a look at it. The thing is with the culture issues with Sydney stack and yeah. what happened in the, the Richmond uh, Queensland camp, 
uh, or the hub, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a bit weary of that, and I'm pretty sure the Fremantle um, recruiting staff would be also weary about how would he react to the players at Fremantle, and we don't want to screw it up, you know, stuff like that. I mean, if you can see he's changed, and he's actually, if you have obviously interviews, and you're like, I, I want to play for Freo, I want to do the best for the club, I'm a changed person, I've learnt my mistakes, then yes, definitely bring him in. He's a very talented player. Yeah, I wouldn't say no at all. So, yeah, very good question. Uh, Sydney Stack at Frio, I would like. It'd be good, but not going to happen. Question mark, question mark, and probably not going to happen. So, yep. yeah. Um, next question from Scott Schultz. Thoughts on Tucker? Um, okay, out. player. Yeah. All right. Wouldn't mind if he left. Yeah. He, he can He's okay. screw himself. Yeah. Off to north. Um, <laughs> uh, Off Hayden... the west coast, more like it. Oh, well, gee. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Hating... Kaker, Kaker. Um, should... Sorry if we pronounce these wrong, guys. Yeah, I don't know you like personally, so it's yeah, hard to. Yeah. Think about me trying to pronounce your name. Relic. Relic. Rea- yeah. Real, real key. Ricky. I thought it was real key. Um, real key. Should we yeah. wait another year for Jackson and pick him up as a free agent? I say no because we will have less leverage next year because he won't be able to walk. That's it. Through the midseason exactly. draft. Exactly. Stewie just said it right there, mm-hmm. and then that's exactly why we need him this year. Exactly. Um, AFL Amusement with a 10-question thing. I'm going to fly through these, absolutely fly through these. Where can I buy a new football team? We've already answered that. Any suggestions for a new sport I can follow? I already answered that. Why is Rourke Smith better than uh, Aaron Norton in literally every aspect? Because he doesn't wear a stupid tennis band headband uh, yeah, when he's playing he football. Yeah, he doesn't think he's the best player in the world. Like, Aaron Norton, yes, you're a good player, but, like, honestly... Take you, off the headband, You're mate. You're in Alex Pierce's pocket. Wear a different one. Like, Alex yeah. Pierce... Owns you. He's your daddy. Pierce. He's your daddy. Yeah, literally gave you a bath. Can we, <laughs> can we like permanently borrow your fan base for our home games of the future? Yeah, sure. Um, have <laughs> a, have a fan base for your games, especially against the Eagles. Yes. Um, yes. thoughts on Caleb not eligible to get his weekly three votes in finals, even though he was best on ground. Mate, he got ten coaches votes in the He's on finals level players with. Lockie all Neal the other players and all like all the top Clayton players. Oliver. Yeah, and the Sandover medal, whatever it was. Not Sandover. Sandover's waffle. Oh, sorry, my though. bad. Sorry. It's I what's don't even. Medal I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. But he's top right now. He's so pretty top. He's he didn't get his three votes, but he got his ten instead. He's no Andrew Tate, but he's the he's the top G. He's the top G. Uh, uh, did you like how Amos gave us a false sense of security when he missed from 15 meters out and make us think he's garbage just for him to carry the 50-point comeback and create the biggest big brain moment of all time? Yes. 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 Uh, and is is this the biggest Q&A segment? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> can we trade Aaron Norton for Rory Lobb, please? Yes. Yes. Yes, we can. Um, how did you reflect on the intense badminton match on the weekend? Mate, it was great. I, lo- I love a good game of badminton. Lo- love it, love it. Sitting down at Optus Stadium watching a good badminton yep. you know, uh, tennis match. Sorry, whatever you want to call it. Badminton is not tennis. Sorry, tennis um, matches are amazing. Sorry, but badminton's the same thing bad- in my opinion. Definitely not. Uh, question nine, Stuart. <laughs> ha- Stuart, how are you so hot? Um, I don't know. It's just gee, jeans, bro. I can... Do you want me to be here for another hour? I can go through Bro, the whole list. Yeah, don't give him the um, don't give him the ego, guys. Don't and then the, he's a very good-looking man, I have oh, to say. But, thank you, mate. Um, thank you. Got to say, I'm straight as a roundabout. So yeah, we'll get around with that one. Straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> question ten. Um, mm. It's not even a question. It's a statement. It's beat Collingwood. Um, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's beat the pies. We'll and do that's it. We'll do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. That dab, was dab me up. that was a weak little. Dab me All up. right. Anyways, um, we'll do our best, guys. Do we have anything else for this podcast, or is that it, real carb? 
I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it because I already clicked the hotkey and I can't go back. So um, I'm tired, mate. I'm ready to go home. Um, I'm ready for some good spaghetti. Oh, it's my dad's birthday. Shout out my dad. It's his birthday as of the time of recording. Ju senior. Senior. Um, shout out dad. I know how old you're turning now, but you're yeah. old. So. Go flag metal. Beat the bloody pies. We've got this in the bag, guys. See Let's you later. See, See you next out. week.